Church presents the Truth Unveiled podcast with Pastor Chris Barhorst and Jace Fitzhands. We seek to reveal the truth of God's Word so you can apply it to your life. Praise the Lord and welcome to Truth Unveiled with Jason Chris. We're excited to be here and we understand that we've embarked on a new year or we're really close to it, depending on what time you're listening to this podcast. Almost. Almost. Well, we want to talk about something that we believe will really help you. In this world, we have a lot of opposition that comes at us because we live in a fallen world. But the good news is we don't have to side with that opposition. Mm. We we can stay in a place of of realizing God's abiding presence with us. And I believe that's through the language of faith. Mm. Yes, and, yes. The language of faith. Well, what is the the language of faith, Chris? Well, and and well, we're gonna talk about this today and we're gonna kind of use these words interchangeably, and that's worship praise and thanksgiving. Mm. I know there's different meanings. The, For example, the Greek word for worship is proskuneo, and it means to kiss the hand. It means to kiss towards, and it, it's a powerful word. And uh, uh, But but I'm going to s- define this real simple. And, and uh, uh, the praise I just look at as worshiping God for who he is, and thanksgiving is worshiping God for what he's done. Mm. And we're just going to try to keep that little simple format. But just sum it up like this, loving on Jesus, Mm, loving on the Lord, responding to the fact that he first loved us. The Bible says we love him because he first loved us in first John four 19. We're responding to the love of God that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy spirit. Romans five, five. Amen. I'm so excited to talk about, you know, singing and instruments and all of that, you know, uh, it's so much fun because that's that's the only thing that worship is, right, Chris? No, it's not. In fact, what music? Music <laughs> in and of itself is not worship. Music is a tool to facilitate yes, worship. Yes, but you absolutely. can be playing music and and not worshiping, or yep. you can use music as a, as something to worship God. But when I'm talking about worship, I'm kind of yes. talking about there's worship in the assembly, which is very important in the congregation, mm-hmm. but there's also worship, consistent worship in your daily life. The scripture says in Psalm 113, verse three, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. And then mm-hmm. in the New Testament, Hebrews 13, 15, by him or through him, referring to Jesus, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Glory to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. It uses Amen. praise and thanksgiving interchangeably. Really yeah. powerful. Oh, yeah. And I, I had to get that out there really early on in this discussion uh, because I wanted to be sure that we set it straight that uh, the instrumental, the music part of our worship mm-hmm. is an avenue. And it's my favorite way. It's my Amen. favorite way to give awesome. worship to God. Uh, but it is not worship in itself. It's only an avenue to give worship to God. Amen. Absolutely. And, and a lot of times, you know, if you're driving down the road and, uh, and I know you can use, uh, uh, audio recordings of great worship music. That's wonderful. But for me, I like to, I'm learning and, and, you know, as I go in my Christian walk, just to express my love, I like to say it like this. When you think of, just take a phrase, like, I love you, Jesus, you know, and just feel it 
with all the adoration in your heart. It's mm. not so much, it's not about many words, it's about a heart and expressing those words through your mouth. The scripture says in Psalm 34, 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be mm. in my mouth. That's an yes. expression of what's going on in your heart. Yes. And it says the it says, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. But in verse two there where it says, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. It's humble people that that hear the power that's in praise, worship, and thanksgiving to the Lord. Oh, wow. That's so good. The humble and what's a uh, there's no better way and you've talked about this uh, a gazillion times and we'll continually say it that the one of the most humbling ways to give praise to God is to submit yourself to a language that you don't understand and praying in tongues well absolutely right? the scripture says in uh, in 1 Corinthians 14 it talks about blessing with the spirit and in verse 16 it says the 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 he that occupies the room of the unlearned, in other words, they don't understand what you're saying. They're not blessed if you give praise in that spiritual mm-hmm. language. But it yep. says in verse 17, you verily give thanks well, but the other's not edified. Mm-hmm. And here's what I, here's what I yes. want to say about this and something I've learned. Like, I believe in your native language, use your native language to praise, thanks and worship God. But I also believe in using the prayer language of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And the point being, it, the praise, worship and thanksgiving about what is about what your heart's doing. In other words, praying in the spirit, I challenge people that, yes, your understanding is unfruitful in the sense that you don't know what you're saying unless the spirit of God gives you the interpretation, but engage Mm -hmm. your heart in loving on the Lord. That's the simple focus I want to get through today. I believe it's important to use your native language also. I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with the understanding also. First Corinthians 14, 15. So they're both. Yeah vital uh, parts of your relationship with God, but it's, it's once again, it's loving on God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I've said this about humility and it's so powerful. Humility is not thinking more of yourself or less of yourself, but none of yourself, not because you're blank. You can't do that. Contrary to how some people look, <laughs> I'm not looking at you, Jason. I know yeah, I'm looking are. at you, but yeah, I'm you not, are. I'm not implying anything, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, it's it's because you're so consumed with him and that's what praise worship and thanksgiving does it's putting your focus on him and once my focus is on him it's off of me yes oh that's man. humility yes that is humility thinking uh not too much of yourself or none of yourself or uh lo- less of yourself but none of yourself because you're so, focused on him so focused that's on him so praise powerful. god that's so yes powerful. that is absolutely wonderful and and you know, as as you said, it's it's in the the natural that we pray too, uh, or the um, yeah, that we pray as well. Absolutely. And in Philippians four six, uh, I just want to bring this out that it says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving." So powerful. And and, and then in First Thessalonians five, it says, "Pray without ceasing and give thanks in all situations." Yeah. And I, what I'm tying together is that our thankfulness or uh, being uh, having Thanksgiving is directly tied to prayer. So one way of worship is prayer. Another way of worship is what we're doing right now, yes. speaking the word of God and, and and speaking about the gospel of Jesus Christ is a form of worship. Well, Chris. 
Malachi 3.16, Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared the Lord and thought upon his name. When you're sharing about the good things of God and about the amazingness of our Lord, God writes it down. It's pretty powerful. Mm, Yes, it is. It's so, so good. And you think about, um, so when I'm praising, I'm I'm being thankful, I'm uh, worshiping um, my Father, I'm worshiping Jesus, uh, how it ties into be a language of faith is and you think faith is like what I believe in me speaking that out is speaking out what I believe in and it's convincing my heart of what I already believe. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, you have mo- a saying on that, Chris, it's what mo- do you say on that? Well, it, oh, speaking I know. To, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You speak to persuade your heart and you also speak from a persuaded heart yes. and how we believe therefore we speak, I think it's second Corinthians, maybe around four, verse 13. Mm-hmm. But here's what's powerful. Let's take Thanksgiving aspect of it. Thanksgiving, uh, if, if you give me something nice, the proper response is thank you. You know, mm-hmm. and, and if we really believe that we're completing Christ, Colossians 2.10, that we have what who Jesus says we have, we have him, this treasure in an earthen vessel, Second Corinthians 4.7, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of God, as it mm-hmm. says in 1 Corinthians 3.16, and our body's the temple of the Holy Ghost mm. in 1 Corinthians 6.19, and on and on you could go. If I believe I have this awesome person living inside my born-again spirit, well, Thanksgiving is the language of faith. It's the it's the language that says I believe that. In fact, look at Colossians two. Yeah, look at look. verse six. This is amazing. N seven. It says, "As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk mm-hmm. you in Him." That's now, here's how verse. I used to misread that. Are you ready? Uh-huh. I used to think, "As I have received, keep receiving." Well, yes, I take, but I've already got Him. I, I already am completing him. It says verse 10 of this same chapter, Colossians two, but it literally says, as you have received walk, in other words, walk like you've already received. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And then it goes on and tells you mm. what that walk will look like in verse seven, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught. Watch this abounding therein with thanksgiving. Yeah. So if I believe I've received I will abound with thanksgiving. Yes. If I, like, for example, mo- almost all Christians believe they're going to heaven when they exit their physical body. But then why am I not thankful for that? Lord, <laughs> you know, I'm not wanting to go mm-hmm. home early, right? This life's right, short enough right. the way it is. However, if I believe that, I need to be grateful. Yes. Man, I'm going, I'm born again. Heaven's my eternal destiny. Praise God. I've got heaven in my heart. On and on we could go. But if I believe I have, mm-hmm. thanksgiving is the language of faith. Yes. That believes what oh, God man. said. It shows it shows you what you truly believe, right? Exactly. Oh, man. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. So if, if you're speaking thanksgiving, praising and worshiping Jesus for what he has done and what he's continually doing in your life and what he will do in the future— and what he's provided for you and for who he is, yes. it shows that you truly believe what the word says about him. Absolutely. And and if you're in grumbling, if you're in complaining, if you're in backbiting and, and, and whining about everything, it shows you that you believe more in yourself yeah. than you believe upon the power of Christ in your life. Death and life yeah. are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs mm. eighteen twenty one says that. And yep. so death and life are there. And so if you if we're not a praiser and we're a grumbler, 
or, or you know, gossip is simply grumbling about someone else and backbiting, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're, you can't be both. No. You can't be praising God and be complainer all the time. No. And see, the enemy, look, death. if death and life are in the power of the tongue, like Proverbs 18, 21 says, then the enemy wants your tongue. He wants you to complain. It mm-hmm. says in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 10 that neither murmur ye as some of those murmured and they were destroyed not of god but of the destroyer isn't that amazing and it goes Mm. on to say in verse 11 now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things to to, this is what it means to rejoice in the lord and again to rejoice always at philippians 4 4 that to rejoice is a choice to believe what god says but when you choose to believe it and you choose to express it from your heart through your mouth you begin to it'll change your heart you'll persuade your heart you'll with the heart you believe into salvation everything god's made available with the mouth confession is made unto or into salvation mm. romans 10 10 mm. so it is wow. powerful our confession yeah. is such a thing of worship oh, my Chris. word my goodness oh, my word wow. it, it says in hebrews 3 1 it says wherefore holy brethren this is awesome talking to the believer you and i holy partakers of the heavenly calling consider the word consider in greek is to set your mind down completely upon consider the apostle the one sent to represent god to us talking about jesus he he, jesus said in john 14 if you've seen me you've seen the father the apostle and the high priest the high priest is the one who represents us to god of your confession Mm -hmm. christ jesus profession in the old king james it's homologia in greek it means to say the same thing it literally means to speak forth to god's conclusion so if you're praising god you're speaking his word you're declaring his promises you're thankful for what he's done your heart enters it your mouth enters it and you receive what jesus has made available it's not a technique it's a relationship amen man i could just feel the spirit all oh over this today word, there's awesome. an intensity in here guys <laughs> like, no, I'll, I'll tell you what i hope you guys are hearing this and hearing the importance of this for our lives because it keeps you away it keeps away the things of the devil like like we talked about earlier backbiting and all that things and it keeps you away from offense chris absolutely that's oh my goodness going at our church oh yes new year's eve service i'm going to talk about how, how the power how to be unstoppable and i like to say it this way an unoffendable believer is an unstoppable believer yes the scripture promises that offenses will come mm-hmm. jesus said that oh, luke yeah. 17 verse 1 but we don't have to take them. We yes. can be unoffendable. Amen. We can use God's grace and that he gives us and we can reject offense. Yes. And that's why praise is so powerful. <laughs> yes. Glorifying the Lord. It's Man. so powerful. You're yielding your tongue to, to lifting up the Lord. Man, what else you got on this, Chris? One more thing I want to say right here out of Romans chapter four. This is speaking about Abraham. He had a promise and I'm I'm going to cut this short, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say something real simple. And I'm, I want to try to leave you with supernatural hope. It says here Amen. in Abraham had a promise that his wife, Sarah, was going to conceive in her old age. Abraham's like 100. Sarah's 90. That's past childbearing years. Uh, and it says here in, in uh, Romans chapter four and in verse 18 it says who against hope believed in hope uh, uh that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be so the promise was so shall your seed be genesis 15 as the stars if you can number the stars that's how your seed's going to be that's amazing mm-hmm. but here's the the powerful thing who against natural hope believed in god's hope mm-hmm. see 
God's hope is a positive expectation of good. The world tells you, don't get your hopes up, Jace. <laughs> yep, you know yep, why? Because yep. we don't want to be let down. Yeah. But God says in him, in Christ, you abound through hope, through the power of the Holy Ghost. It mm. says in Romans 15, 13, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Faith gives substance to what you mm-hmm. hope for. Hebrews 11, 1. If your yep. hope's down... There's nothing for the faith to work with. Now watch this. This is why the enemy attacks your hope, not your faith. Because if he gets your hope, faith has nothing to work with. Mm. But so against natural hope, he believed in hope. I'm trying to hurry here. Uh, And in verse 19, it says, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. Watch this. When he was uh, about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Watch this. So the Bible says that's not what he was focused on. And I'm going to get to verse 20 here. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. What is that? Praise, thanksgiving, mm. worship. Now, it's interesting to me that it says Abraham did not stagger. You study about Abraham in Genesis 12 and Genesis 20 and all these. He was not supposed to take any of his family with him. He takes Lot, yep. his kinsfolk. Uh-huh. He took Lot. You know, that was you know, not a good idea. He, in Genesis 12, he lies about Sarah, his wife. In Genesis 20, he lies about Sarah, his <laughs> wife. I mean, he did not do, Sarah and Abraham yeah, got into yeah. unbelief trying to help God out and said, Sarah said, go into my handmaid, Hagar. Yep. And so in the natural, Abraham staggered a lot as far as I can tell. But in God's assessment, which is the only assessment that matters, God said he did not stagger. Why? Because he gave glory to God. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. If you and I continually give glory to God, God will look at you and say, you know, Fred, Sally, whoever staggered not at the promise of God. Why? Because they gave glory to God. They never stopped giving glory to God in mm-hmm. spite of all yep. their human frailties and mistakes. Amen. Glory and that, that's why I love when you say that I'd rather miss it in faith in than faith. hit it in unbelief. Yes, Yes. And and praise God for that. And we just thank you so much. One more verse. I'm oh, we got we got more. Oh man, no, you're I, getting an I, extra I dose say, today. Psalm, praise God. Let's Psalm get it. Psalm 71 yeah. 14 says, But I will hope continually and yet praise thee more and more. Oh yes. You want to keep your hopes up? Praise him yeah. more and more. Yeah. Psalm 71, verse 14. Glory yes. to God. Amen. God. Man, give thanks in all things. So everything that happens in your life, always know that God is on your side and God is seeking to bless you uh, and seeking to prosper you in this life and in the next. It doesn't mean you're not going to have any issues in this life. You're going to have plenty. Trust me. I have plenty, but I'll tell you what, I never overcome. stop having joy because God and Jesus is my overcomer through all my trials and tribulations. He is the one that overcomes on my behalf and I'm able to walk through it because he loves me so much and I glorify him in, uh, in every day of my life and everything in my life because he is so good to me. Amen. He's so good to you. So let's glorify him in the name of Jesus. Pray over the people in the new yes, year. Yes, yes. We're going to pray over you. We just pray blessings over you for this upcoming year that God's going to prosper you in the knowledge of him and his goodness. Amen. And all things will come through the wisdom that he exposes to you of who he is and how much he loves you, that he gave his only son to die for you on the cross so that you may no longer be separated from God, your father, that you have complete Um, connection with him once again in Jesus name 
Amen. Amen. Now that you that receive that promise, say amen and start praising and thanking God. Yes. That you're the blessed of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Truth Unveiled. You can find our podcasts on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Or by going to tlchurch.us slash resources.